You have an incredibly weird dick. It was the dudes with the tiny cocks that were revered. I need yeah. the best dildo because yeah. I'm a billionaire. You know, Welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from the theballerlifestyle.com. I am the host of the show. My name is Brian Beckner. I am very excited that you have decided to join us to listen to this podcast. That makes me excited. Um, as always, if you're new to the show, I like to give everybody the chance to chime in on what we do here. Any thoughts that we might bring up? For you, any any emotions stirred, you can share with us. You can send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. You can also send us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. As always, I ask you to go to our Facebook page. Like us there, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. I ask you to like us on iTunes. As always, subscribe to the show there. Get it delivered to your iTunes account every week. So you don't have to remember to go download it. It's just there. It's just always there. Uh, and I'm sure, and we're on all the other places that you get podcasts to Stitcher. We're not on SoundCloud. Somebody send me an email on how to get on SoundCloud and I'll do that too. Um, okay. Oh, and I would like to thank, we'll do this more formally later, but I would like to thank everyone that has contributed to our Patreon page. You can be a patron of the show there. If you are so inclined Go to patreon.com, find the Baller Lifestyle Podcast, and contribute. If you like what we do and it is worth it to you, give us a few bucks every month to help keep the lights on here at the Baller Lifestyle World Headquarters. We very much appreciate everyone who has contributed so far and everyone who continues to contribute. It means, you, you have no idea, it means a lot to us. Thank you very much. Uh, joining me now, as always, co-host of the show, Red Bank, New Jersey zone, Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? I'm, I'm well. I, I was from Fairhaven, but, but the town next to Red Bank. Um, uh, I first wanted to offer uh, apologies and thanks. When uh, Kate reads off who the Patreon people are at the, you know, she in her segment. Yes. Sometimes, I mean, we do this over Skype, and sometimes it cuts out. And yeah. so I was dead silent. I just listened to the show. Uh, our good friend Chris Travis, um, and I just wanted yes. to thank him. That I I was silent because I just didn't hear what she said, and right. uh, I also wanted to point out he's he's a very handsome man. He is. I I actually I have had occasion to hang out with Chris Travis, and he is just quite dreamy. fetching. Yeah, he's dreamy. Yeah, he's very funny. He's yeah. he's cock shittington on Twitter. Yeah, big fan. And uh, yeah. thank you. And I just I didn't hear the uh, the acknowledgement then. Yes, so that's why I didn't chime in. Uh, I wanted to point out that uh, that I guess the New Jersey primaries the the candidates were going to the finest town in New Jersey, Hoboken. Right. And uh, the the whole uh, Bernie Sanders wagon was uh, in town. Yes, uh, Sunday. Well, my people. Uh, I mean, for fuck's sake, please yeah. simmer down, everybody. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Feel the, the burn. burn. There was a guy screaming on the street, feel the burn. It's like, right. hey, buddy, it's over. 
It's over. Yeah. Your your team is down seventy points in the fourth quarter with twelve seconds left. It's over. Um, and look, I I like Bernie Sanders. I'm not, it, this is not an indictment of him, but it it's fuck. It's been over for like two months, three it's, months. Well, it, yes. And it calm is. the fuck down, guys. Trying to sell me pins on the sidewalk. No, nobody wants your feel the burn. Nobody's gonna think about Bernie Sanders a month from now. I, I, he's a good man. I like him. I you know I I it, it's not this is not how I would you know, choose it to be, but you know, ever since Martin Van Buren set up the two party system, oh, we've yeah. been we've been stuck with two bags of shit most of the time. And like that's just the way it is. And Bernie Sanders, it's over. He's just spending all the money he got. And it's enough with these people. They're all fucking violent and like yelling and it's just calm the fuck down. We get it. You want it you want free tuition. Go away. Right. Well he yes, he's not going to be the Democratic nominee. He hasn't, and that this has not been in question for months. The two-party system is bullshit. Fuck Martin Van Buren. But I mean, Martin Van Buren was what the the, the eighth president, ninth, whatever. Fuck that. Well, you've seen the Republicans implode. You're about to see this. This while this Bernie's candidacy hasn't uh, resulted in the nomination, the party's nomination, what it has shown is that there are a great number of people that are disenfranchised, that don't really subscribe to this the, the bullshit machine of party poli- politics. And so what you're going to see is the, that Bernie's doing laying the groundwork for the next Bernie. Because here you had one, here you had one party nominate a total fucking outsider freak maniac, and you had the, an, another party take a grassroots candidate that's an old Jew that nobody fucking heard of that everybody thought was crazy, and make a legitimate grassroots run at the nomination. But so, nowhere close. Let's 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 be honest. Not nowhere close to actually getting the nomination. A good man stood for some good things, but like. It, it, it wasn't that close, and the Bernie supporters are fucking. They're like, <laughs> they're like Red Sox fans. Like, please go the fuck away. Like, I I liked Bernie Sanders, but it was tough to like him with the supporters that are screaming "Feel the burn." I don't know. I mean, there are people that are fired up for a cause. Like, I'm not I'm super not, bummed not, at anybody. I'm not totally realistic cause. I, uh, I listen. We, we we there's nothing worse than talking politics. I'm just saying. These fucking feel the, if you said feel the burn in your life, you're probably a douche. Oh, I say it all the time. Yeah, exactly. I, f- I feel the burn. You have white I, jeans though, so like I, the I, douche I, I threshold su- has already been crossed. Well, I su- I mean, I support the whole ideal of blowing up the system that we have, right. and this this is they're well on their way to doing it. And what you've seen is because the nominee, the eventual Democratic nominee is a useless politician, just like all the rest. And, but what she's having to do now is what she's always done is do what's popular. And so when it's popular to go to war, she votes for war. When it's popular to be against gay marriage, she's against gay marriage. When it's popular to support gay marriage, she supports that. When it's popular to be anti-war, Suddenly, she's anti. All right, all right, all right. Feel the burn. Bullet points. We got it. We got it. But she's the she's the nominee. You've got two choices at this point. That's it. 
You did no third party candidates because whatever third party you're just eating up. It's you got two choices. You don't have to be happy with it, but that's what we got right now. Well, I mean, I guess it's it's exciting to see people disenfranchised with a system that doesn't work, that doesn't really help any of the people that it's meant to help. So I'm I'm with it. I'm happy, and I'm happy to see the Democrats move in a different direction. Um, what I'm not happy about is Hamilton. Ed, I brought this up like six weeks ago. I was getting beaten over the head with this whole Hamilton thing. And it's gotten worse. And I, I need to know what I don't understand. Because now I'm seeing John Oliver telling me that it's the best thing ever. The, the Hamilton guys were, they did the ESPN upfronts and they did like a spoken word thing that was abjectly terrible. I, I never watch any, if, if any viral video comes from the tonight show with Jimmy Fallon, I never watch it. But again, but I had somebody's like, Oh, you got to see this guy from Hamilton rap. It's Hamilton and the cast is saved by the bell. High five Fonzie. And so then I watch it and it's a guy, he can, he, a guy like rapped really fast. And I don't understand why I'm expected to think that this is, I, I don't, Am I missing something, Ed? Is there something that's happening that I'm not a part of? That this, why is everybody entertained by this? And I find it to be the most awful thing ever. Uh, I, I, you know, my stance on musicals. And uh, I was just proud of myself because I found out when, when the Hamilton guy did the, uh, the appearance on John Oliver, I was like, hey, wait a second. I know that dude. And he was on. Sesame Street when my kids were Sesame Street age. Shut up. He's the guy who rapped Murray Had a Little Lamb and like he did like some of the, you know, some of their raps. And I was like, this was after my Sesame Street time. Yeah, this was, you know, this was six years ago, seven years ago. Like he was, he was the Sesame Street rap guy. Like, and uh, I was, uh, (laughs) I, I just, I was proud of myself for finding that out. But yeah, I'm not. I'm not down with this. He raps really fast. Like that's great. I feel that's a skill. It's cool. I guess I the know. only it's not something I want to watch him do. The only like musical type performance I'm down with is if like my kids are in it. I don't. I don't of want course. fucking. I, I don't want any part of fucking Hamilton. And it's just. It's like the Emperor's New Clothes, though. It's like it's enough already. Like, I it's love not entertaining. I love history. I love reading about it and all that stuff. And I, there's, there's nothing that, that I want to know from the musical Hamilton. I, I, I've read about Hamilton. Interesting life. Probably, uh, yes. probably could have done a better job managing his friendship with uh, his relationship with Aaron Burr. But I, I'd, I'd rather have a duel with Aaron Burr than watch that musical. <laughs> Great point. Way to put a button on. Okay, and one more thing. Tonight, af- as we record this, my Los Angeles Lakers have won the lottery rights to the second choice in the upcoming NBA draft. And as you know, I don't know anything about sports. I don't know the players. I don't know shit. I know that Ben Simmons is the best player and he's going to be chosen first. He's mm-hmm. the- I don't, I don't. I, I think most people are saying that Brandon Ingram from Duke will be first. Well, now here's why they might I haven't get heard Brandon. anybody say that, but that's oh, I would say most people 
ever seen. Okay. But here's the thing about Ben Simmons. The most skilled, yes. but yet he was on an uh, unimpressive team that not only were they unimpressive, but in a situation where, let's say, they were down five down the stretch and he, he, he wouldn't shoot for the last five minutes of the game. Like he, he's, he's like well-rounded. He passes too deferential, but like maybe he can't be the man. Like maybe he can't do it. And, he doesn't have the sack. Right. And, and who knows what that means? Maybe he's just like a Mr. Team guy, or maybe he just doesn't have that extra gear and his team needed him down the stretch. Cause he played for fucking LSU who, you know, unless they're, breaking rules every 10 years or so with they get Shaq or they they had that one final four team like you know 10 years ago but like overall they they're not a good program and they needed him and like he just did nothing and he he left after freshman year and they'll go back to being nothing right so no, they I, might get him and he might be like the fucking greatest I or, read I now I've read that my Lakers prefer Simmons to Ingram but I've read also that Philly Prefer also prefers Simmons to Ingram. Brandon Ingram, what do I need to know about him? He comes to my Lakers. Is he sort of like a poor man's Anthony Davis type? Well, he went to Duke, so he's a huge piece of shit. Right. I, well, we know that, obviously. Yeah. No, I mean, he's good, but like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I Obviously, you never know when these guys, some superstars turn out to be duds. Um but yeah, he's. I would actually prefer Ingram to Simmons just by him showing up in big moments. Uh, whereas Simmons, like I watched him because they were putting that team on TV. Like this is this guy's going to be the number one pick, and it was like, why did this guy not touch the ball for eleven minutes? That kind of thing. So right. he yeah. could be a superstar, but like I don't know, he didn't. Yeah, because not show a super up. a superstar gets his team into the tournament is what right. you're saying at the very least. Right in college basketball, I mean. Yes, he he did not. It's not like LSU is great every year, and they just added a key piece. But he 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 should be able to at least. And the SEC sucks. The SEC right. has Kentucky, sometimes Florida, and right. that's about it. It's like Carmelo Anthony, who who sucks, who has a who has a painting of himself in a blue tuxedo and blue sunglasses in his living room. <laughs> he was so dominant in college that as a freshman. As the right. only that's, guy that's on that the, Syracuse team, he won the fucking national championship. Right. That's the gold standard of one and done guys. Right. But you know, you you can you can do something with with sure. you know, being it, one out of five guys. Like you can't be the guy not touching the ball down the stretch. Huge red flag. Not getting your. But team in the gym. all that being said, he could be an all star next year. Like he is that skilled. It's just yeah. who knows. Okay. Well, he's about to be a Laker. Uh, okay, guys. Email. Let's let's catch up with some of our listeners. Let's see what they have to say. Yeah. Greetings, gentlemen. I would like to lead off by expressing my sincere disappointment in Brian for getting something wrong in last week's show. What's new? The actual term for being able to take any subject and turning it into a porn version is called Rule 34 and not Rule 38, as oh, Brian stated. That's actually a thing and not just something you made up? No, that's a thing. Oh, I, I just thought you were making it up. Like, I knew comedy. it was a thing. I wasn't sure of where it, like, where it fell on the numerical scale. I thought I, I was four off. Like, I'm, I'm pretty proud. You know what? I'm pretty that's, proud to not know that. You, you, you got the right, you know, you, got, you said it was in the 30s, right? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good enough. I, I trust you will refund the appropriate Patreon dues <laughs> accordingly. Of course. 
Next, it's time for another game of Daily's Choice. This is a pretty good game. But unlike previous versions, it seems to work best when closely related competitors are up against each other, as opposed to random draw or opposite ends of the spectrum. So the rules are, Ed is at a bar, urinal, between two people. He can only choose one cock to look at. Which will it be? I like that he's evolving. (laughs) <laughs> like this writes a bill is he's dialing in. He wants to make his game better and he's, he listens closely and now he thinks he's he fine tuning the rules. Yes. Uh, okay. Round one. You, Ed, you walk into a bar. Uh-huh. You're in the bar restroom. There's three urinals The two people that have gotten there first have done, have followed man code and taken the farthest possible urinals how about, from each other. How about sometimes when you got a three spot, and one dude is in the middle by himself when you walk that in. That guy's a bad guy. Yeah. I try to I try to get the low bowl because – go ahead and do your short jokes here. But I feel like you get the least splashback from the low bowl. You get a, you get a nice, traje- oh. nice down trajectory where you can pee right into the drain rather than if I stand at the higher bowl, I feel like I get a lot of splashback on myself. I think it all depends. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. But sometimes just the way they're shaped, the low right. bowl, you start getting shin splashback. Oh, fuck that. See, maybe I don't notice the shin splash because it's further away. Yeah. Okay. You walk in, mm-hmm. you walk up to the urinal, you look to your left, and there's Mel Sharples. You probably noticed him as you walked in because he was wearing that little beanie cap just <laughs> yeah, on that the very small top of his head. Like, Mel like, from Alice, he's talking about, right? Yes. Mel Sharples from Alice, who, who wore his hat at a BC style on the, on the very top of his head rolled up. Vic Tabak. Vic Tabak, RIP. And on your right, you recognize the overalls and the tool belt. He's probably had to remove his tool belt to take a piss. He looks pa- over. Pack, and of sm- pack of smokes in his white t-shirt. <laughs> pack of smokes in the sleeve. You see the mustache, and it's Schneider from Pat one day. Harrington. Yes, also RIP. It's, <laughs> you, all, you only have the, uh, just a second to look at one cock. Whose cock are you checking out? Well, of course, Mel was packing serious heat. You'd think uh, so. Schneider, he kind of reminded me of like a wiry fox. Like Pat yeah. Pat Harrington probably would have had a pretty gross dick, right? Like just he's kind of wiry. And it, well, it would it would match his mustache, like sort of thin, yeah, thin, wispy. Pretty right? sure that would feel pretty gross watching that one. Yeah, yeah, that's that's. I'm, I'm going with Vic Tabak, just looking at just giant, right? Di- that, diner owner kind of. Sausage. I, f- I feel like Mel Sharples would be packing like a tuna can or a soup yes. can where it's just right. almost as fat as it is long. Right. Uh, either he, way, that's kind of that's kind of the Sophie's choice of Dave's he brought, choice. He brought that from the old country. He's got he's got just massive meat. <laughs> well, if he's if he's a diner owner, he's probably Greek. Sharples. Yeah. That's that's my, sounds quasi Greek to me. So he's probably packing heat. OK, yeah. round two. Oh, this is a tough one. Mm hmm. Um, a murderous, racist, madman, somebody that needs to be killed immediately. George Zimmerman is on your left and Lenny Dykstra, former Philly, and he's got a big chaw on his lip. He's probably spitting, he's spitting red man in the urinal as he's pissing. He's probably dribbling all over himself. Former Met and Philly center fielder, Lenny Dykstra. Whose cock are you looking at, Ed? Well... 
the missus grew up a huge Lenny Dykstra fan, like You're with his me. with his poster, his Mets poster oh over God, a bed crazy. kind of thing. So I would go to uh, you know, to give her a report on her sure. childhood idol, what he was packing. But but I'm glad you said that about Zimmerman. Like I yeah, I'm a pretty peaceful guy. And I no, that, really he needs to be killed. I really want him to be murked. I want yeah, him to be murdered. Yes. Like he's he's as bad America has to offer. No, he's the he's the he worst sent, human being on the planet. He sent Trayvon Martin's mom a mother's happy Mother's Day message that he murdered her son. Oh, it's like yeah, happy Mother's God. Day, I guess, or something. You know, just bullshit. Like he's a, and I know the law. You can't prevent him from selling this thing, but he's yeah. selling something. He murdered a fucking yeah, uh, you know, unarmed kid. Yeah, a he's child. a murder. Yeah, he was he was terrified that a black person was walking in the streets of his neighborhood. Right. He was patrolling the streets like a right. fucking madman. And, and yeah, a neighborhood watch guy. Another yeah. strike. Like yes. he's he's a fucking hall monitor who's allowed to carry a gun. Huge fucking scumbag and somebody needs to kill him post haste. Okay. Like like when Dahmer got killed and everybody was like, "Whew, that was that's yeah. good. That's good." Yeah. Like it would be nice if, like, one day you're like, oh, George Zimmerman was found beheaded, like, yeah. laying in his neighborhood, and everybody would be like, all right, good. And it, and it turns out the guy that mop-handled or dumbbelled, it was actually a weight handle that he, mm. that he beat Dahmer to death with. Couldn't have been a comfortable way to go. It turns out that he was actually terrified of Dahmer. It wasn't that he's like, I'm going to make a name for myself by killing this guy. Turns out that fucking Dahmer was bullying him in the prison. Because How is that guy bullying? Because Dahmer was such a fucking psychopath that people were scared of him. And he and because he ate people, he really freaked people out. Imagine yeah. being caged up with a fucking psycho like that. And I he would take ketchup and put it like on his chicken bones to make it look like bloody bones. And it this guy was really freaked out by Dahmer. And I guess Dahmer made one last joke where he like kind of jumped out at him or something, did something to kind of scare the guy. And the guy freaked out, just grabbed a fucking weight and just bashed him over the head till he was dead. Yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, he is a hero. Fuck fuck Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay, and one more. This is from the this is from the near death rock star division. Mm-hmm. Keith Red Richards or Ozzy Osbourne. Whose dong are you checking out, Ed? This is a pretty this is probably the grossest proposition. Both those dicks are probably pretty gross. I would have to agree. Uh I'm going for the guitars for the greatest rock and roll band of all time. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I'm going Keith. That that guy has I mean, that's 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 that guy's got an iconic dick. He well, have you ever seen his fingers? His fingers, I think, from playing the guitar, his fingers are all gnarled and like turned in different directions, like an old lady with arthritis. Yeah, and he's probably fallen. On, he's probably like. passed out with with lit butts in them too. So they're probably yeah, he's pretty got gnarled. Some, got, yeah, he's probably got some. He's probably uh, not enough burns on his dick. Like you never know. Uh, okay, excellent job as always. Thank you. Writes a bill. Here's another one. Ballers. Episode 118. Nice to have Fancy back from helping Prince Harry at the Invictus Games. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. Easy Ed Daly is fulfilling his potential. Jersey guy ripping on entire generations of people. As a boomer, I have no clue what that kid is saying on Twitter. Unintelligible Gen X references. I, I sort of get that one, though. Although Is I he talking about me? Do I make Gen X references? No, we... <laughs> We, you're taking the brunt for it. We were talking about how the baby boomers are the worst fucking generation. Oh, you said just, that. I, I said, said that. I said the greatest generation is worse. 
Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because yes. those guys are pining for the good old days where they were racist, homophobic, and they polluted. They poured their motor oil into the ground. I, I don't even get credit when people want to talk shit. <laughs> okay. And but he says, wait, was he yes. saying I make re- like yeah? You're uh, he doesn't Gen understand your unintelligible Gen I'm X references. I'm pretty sure my uh, I, I tweet like once a week, and I think my last tweet was about Steve Miller. My neighbor was playing Steve Miller. That's not that's, a Gen X. That's reference. a good tweet. Uh, it's he's probably taught like he's probably never watched Different Strokes. He's, Gen X. He's never seen Back to the Future like your wheelhouse. <laughs> now it's time to bar soap my hair, ride my bike to work where I'll brush my teeth and put on a tie with a short sleeve shirt. <laughs> That's from Andy in Denver. Andy, good job. Yeah. Uh, okay, keep, here's another one. Keep fighting the good fight, team baller. I want to add to your list of groups that just require public shaming. Here's the first one. Any moron who uses an iPad to take pictures. Yes. Absolutely. I've seen this guy around. You know who does that? My mom. She does? Yeah. On Mother's Day, there was like, you know, trying to get a group picture with her grandchildren or something. She hands me a fucking iPad. I was like, Mom, we're getting bigger. We're getting bigger than like the original Kodak cameras, the Eastman Kodak cameras. (laughs) These. The, 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 the cameras in 1940 were smaller than this iPad. I'm did like you, holding she, up and, and she's got the cover too. So I've got to like hold the cover so it doesn't block the, <laughs> it's a whole thing. My fucking mom. Uh, well, yes. Because she, cause she, found, she found out that, that like her iPad takes pictures. So she insists on using this giant contraption. Shame on Ed Daly's mom yeah. for taking iPad pictures. Yeah. I agree. Uh, here's another one. Anyone who drives a Corvette. Why is it that only assholes and Italian men in their 40s, 50s, or 60s drive Corvettes? Not that Mustang or Camaro drivers are much better, but for unknown reasons, Corvette drivers somehow get the prize for being the douchiest. Yeah, they typically have ponytails, too. There's something weird about that because, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a nice car. Like, I'm not, I'm not a car guy, so it just it doesn't right. register with me. But there is something about the Corvette because it's, it's not like it's a Ferrari. It's, it's the perfect midlife crisis vehicle. Oh, it's, it's the iconic... The it- it's the the proverbial midlife crisis, vehicle. but it's the attainable do- thing, right? Like right. it's it's. I mean, it's it's not cheap, but it's yeah. not it's not like a Ferrari where you're like, well, I just you know that's not in my wheelhouse in any circumstance. Oh no, you you can find five year old Corvettes, base model Corvettes for fucking twelve grand left and right. right. Like it's and, a, it's a car, but, a but always a midlife crisis vehicle. Right? Yes, of course, yes. <laughs> uh, and and lastly, he says, man buns, man buns. Oh, Christ, what are these people thinking? I just can't handle it. I feel dirty even seeing anybody with that wretched hairstyle. Well, they've shamed themselves. Like, we don't have to worry about the right. man bun people. You can see them. Right. Again, keep it up. You guys and gal are doing God's work. That's from Toe Cutter. Toe Cutter goes to the old school and adds a PS. Oh, P.S. I like PS. Me too. PS. Beckner. Release the voicemail material. If you don't, I think Kyle and Scotty is going to lose his shit. And second PS, PPS. Is oh. Ish's real name really Ish? Is it short for Ishmael? I need answers, people. I would like to know that. Like, does he have neighbors named Queequeg and, uh, and Starbuck? <laughs> from, from, <laughs> from Moby Dick. No. Oh yeah, Ishmael. Those were those. Yeah, call me Ishmael, right? I don't. I don't know. I'm not on. A, I'm not. I don't have a close relationship with Ish, other than he emails our show. I assume it is short for Ishmael, and I assume it's his real name, but I don't know for yeah. sure. 
His dad's uh, and, name is Ahab. And lastly, an email from Ish. Hey, y'all. Hey. Companies and organizations who use creative spelling in their names need to be shamed. For example, Life Kitchen, L-Y-F-E. That's from Ish. Uh, that annoys me when somebody has a not easily Google-able spelling of their business. Isn't well, that I, like the number one thing you do these days? You make it easy to find on the internet? I, I will – well, two things. One, when it comes to using creative spelling, don't you do that with yeah, life coaching and you do yeah. the Y for yeah, I and stuff I like do. that? Yes. Pretty, it's pretty douchey. It's yeah, a it douche like chill it. moment when I yeah, read that. I do it. But – as far as businesses, I, I will I will defend businesses in that uh, a friend of mine was starting a business and trying to find websites, and these these animals buy up any That's sort true. of name that might turn into a business, and they try to shake you down for money. Yeah. So that's kind of why I think some like the life L I F E has been taken by someone, and so yeah. they're like, all right, we'll just do the L Y F E, so we don't have to pay some asshole a hundred thousand dollars for nothing. Life kitchen sounds a bit like soup plantation, where I used to work. <laughs> yeah, the soup plantation. Uh, that's why, and the celebrities have. <laughs> to Here's do your that. bowl, massa. The, the celebrities have to do that too. So, like, if you want to buy. Um, Taylor Swift loves to suck big black cock. You can't do that because Taylor Swift has secured the rights to that domain so that people don't buy up and use domains with her name in it. But then you also, and the the flip side is like, I don't know about her, but there'll be like website will be the real Taylor Swift.com because somebody's already taken Taylor Swift expecting to get paid. Yeah. Or yeah. Like some people don't, some people can't get their name. On Twitter, because some other... If you're trying to get paid for something you had nothing to do yeah. with, like you didn't create, yeah. you're a piece of shit. Yeah, you're an absolute piece of shit. Uh, speaking of pieces of shit, Ed, <laughs> did some kid kill a fucking bear in Alaska? Yeah, well, at least he had a good reason. So, Brian, let's let's start off. <laughs> How did you decide where you would go to college? Well, it was pretty easy because I went to junior college first and mm. I want, and you, when you go to junior college, you can just transfer to, so you, you know, just go to the local one. You, well, yeah, you go to the lo- local junior college and then you got to go, and then you transfer to a four year university. And I kind of wanted to go to UCLA, but the UC system, Ed, not to get too mundane here, the UC system has a fucking, uh, a foreign language requirement which was way too much work. I would have had to take a year of Spanish at, to get into UCLA. But Plus, didn't you take it in high school? I took it in high school, but I didn't like take enough, and I would have had to take more. The bottom line was I settled on the Harvard of the West, Cal State Long Beach. The, the Dirtbags, right? That's, That's right. your nickname? Yeah. The, the baseball team's called the Dirtbags. Very cool. Yeah. It's a good name. All right. Well, anyway, is there another way to decide? Yeah. Well, for Chase Ferris of Palmer, Alaska, he let his his choice hinge on the results of his bear hunt. If he killed the bear, he would go play football at the University of Mary, a Catholic school in Bismarck, North Dakota. What? I never even heard of it. (laughs) If he didn't kill the bear, he would stop playing football and attend the University of Wyoming. Oh, right. Well, he's not good enough to play D one. No, no, not a real school. University of Mary. Right. I mean, that sounds like somebody made that you, up. The that's University not. of Wyoming, that's a D1 college. Like, they play some real schools. Right, the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, 
Unfortunately, he did shoot the bear and signed his letter in, of intent to play for the Division II Marauders. Oh, wow. <laughs> Brian, two questions. One, is this the dumbest news story coming out of Alaska since the time Sarah Palin couldn't name a fucking newspaper? Right. And she two, fucked Glenn Rice, by the way. Continue. <laughs> and two, why couldn't the bear have won? Yeah, I agreed. I am not, I'm not a hunter, obviously, Ed. I'm a huge pussy. I'm afraid of pretty much I'm not a hunter, kind of animal. But I, I, I respect that, like, people go hunting, they, they, they get food from it. Like, yeah. I'm okay with hunting. It's just not my thing. Uh, a, a, but a if lot. you're just saying, like, uh, I'm going to arbitrarily kill something yes. to see if, it, see if I go to a, a shitty school that will mean nothing in the grand scheme of things. Like, do they even keep score at University of Mary? No, I don't know. I'm, I was shocked to hear that they were Division Two. I felt like that was an yeah, NAIA that, that reeks, situation. Yeah, that reeks of one of those schools that doesn't have any yeah. school attached to the team. Right, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I, don't, I agree with you, Ed. Like, there's a lot of things that, need to, that herds need to be culled. And if you're going to kill something and eat the fuck out of it, I'm, I'm good with that. Like, kill If you're going to kill deer, deer are assholes. Yeah, deer and there's are huge assholes. There's too many of them. Uh, you know, moose, elk, same difference. Our good friends down in Texas, they got to kill a lot of fucking wild pigs. There's tons and t- there's too many. They got to so kill the fuck delicious. out of them. Yeah, and they're delicious. Uh, so, but a bear, like what the fuck did that bear do? Bears are bad motherfuckers. Bears are amazing and they kill the other animals. Like, I don't think you really need to kill a bear just to prove what, you know, that you got a, that you got a, enough testosterone. Like I, I'm not right. into killing bears. Fuck this yeah. kid. Well, hopefully he just, he wants to decide if he's going to play offense or defense and the bear eats him next time. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. That'll happen. Like a bear could give, a bear is really fast. Did you, you saw what that bear did to Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. And that first bullet, you know, it might hurt the bear, but you better get a clean shot or else like he's going to be able to withstand that bullet while he mauls you. Yeah, a bear weighs 800 pounds. Unless you get him right through the heart or right through the fucking brain, even yeah. if you if you get a kill shot, it's going to stay alive a little while. It's going to stay alive long enough to bite your fucking dick off, which is the first thing they do. Yeah, good. Well, I, good for the next bear who's going to murder this University of Mary running back. Let's hope. Yeah. Uh, so let's move on to the next story. We've got a... Uh, a San Jose Mercury News columnist, Tim Kawakami, he's a 49ers beat writer. He used to write for the LA Times. I know who he is. I, I think he's a columnist, actually. He's like, uh, he's, I don't think he works the beat. I think he writes about oh, right, right. he wants. He, yeah. Yes, he is a columnist. He's big time. Uh, so he didn't believe that the 49ers were, would be able to start the 2014 season in their new stadium. So one day, I think, you know, several years ago, but the story's coming out now. He tweeted that if the 49ers were able to do it, he'd buy owner Jed York lunch. And the 49ers did, in fact, open the season in the new stadium, and York took Kawakami up on his bet. Uh, and, you know, his stand-up guy agreed to pay his bet, and then York picked the place. The Tony French Laundry. Instead of lunch, it would also be dinner. It's and instead of just Tony. And instead of just a meal between the two of them, York wanted to bring his wife. The bill turned out to be over $2,400. And, and then chunk. Yeah, and Kawakami said that if he thought York was just sticking it to him, he would be kind of all right with it. Like, he, it would be a dick move, but at least he could understand it. But he said, really, York didn't realize that this was a stiff price tag. Like, he had no 
concept of you know what is expensive for a for a uh, a newspaper man. Like like when like when the veterans make the rookie pay for it. Yeah, exactly, they, they a guy who exactly might get cut. What they're doing. Yeah, a guy in camp who might get cut. Like he's going to spend fifteen thousand dollars on dinner for the lineman. Uh, so anyway, there are a lot of angles we could work on this story, but I thought we'd just have the most important question. How terrible are guys who insist on bringing their wives to everything? That's really annoying. That's the number one problem here. Yeah, that is – I definitely have an issue with that. If no one else is bringing their wife, you don't bring your wife. Right, and 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 also asking like, hey, can I bring my wife? Like, well, did I make a bet with your wife? Yeah. You fucking billionaire – Right. You can this, deal without your wife for a few seconds. This guy, Jed York, I think he only owns the team because his wife inherited the team or something. He's He married into this. He's not... Yes. He's not a DeBartolo. No, he's not a DeBartolo. I think like a DeBartolo... He married a DeBartolo daughter or something. I'm not sure how he got hold of the team, but he 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 lucked into it. I will say this, though. I Tim Kawakami, one, he's, he's a big-time columnist, columnist. He makes plenty of money. But... You are not beholden when the when you say, "Hey, okay, I owe you a lunch, dude," and the guy picks maybe one of the three or four most expensive right, restaurants in the Bay, in the Bay area. area and says, "I'm going to make a dinner." You can go, "Whoa!" No, that wasn't the right. bet. The bet yeah. wasn't dinner at the French Laundry. the The bet was lunch, and because at lunch you don't get four bottles of. $200 French wine. You just have lunch. It's, it's kind of right. like the time- Get a that, sandwich. Get a burger. Yeah. It's kind of like that time uh, Jerry Seinfeld, he owed that Kenny Banya guy lunch. Soup. And Kenny Banya kept getting soup. And he, he, didn't, he wouldn't apply it to the lunch. That right. was the lunch. You got right. soup. That's your lunch. Get whatever you want. Get a sandwich. Whatever. Lunch is lunch. Dinner is dinner. And if somebody tries to, to change the ground rules of a bet- and it's bringing up to you. your wife too. Well, bringing Come your on. wife is that I would say, hey, that's not allowed. Like I don't, I'm not going to allow this. I didn't say right. I'd buy your wife dinner. Right. Uh, so I, <laughs> not I, unless I, I'm getting something after dinner from your right. wife. Yeah, I'm, exactly. I don't want Whoa. it there. Whoa, T- taking it to another level there, Ed. <laughs> Ed. Yeah. It's probably too late for you and I. But with any luck, our children are going to grow up in a world where no one is forced to live with a substandard dick. (laughs) And if one day we come to live in a world where dudes can select a stunning cock from an array of unfortunately dead guys, but fortunately packing donor dongs, We'll have the heroic surgeons at Massachusetts General Hospital to thank, Ed. Mm. And, of course, patient zero, Thomas Manning, the 64-year-old Halifax, Nova Scotia man who lost most of his existing dong to penile cancer in 2012, only to have it replaced this week in a 15-hour surgery. Little tidbit, Ed. The mm. the hospital, because this is an experimental thing, they picked up the cost of the surgery, which was estimated to be between fifty and seventy five grand, which I thought wow. sounded surprisingly reasonable. Yeah, right. I mean, if you're without a dick, 
That's yeah. And they've never transplanted a dick. It takes 15 hours. There's probably tons. Of, that's like that micro surgery. Cause they have to stitch together all the little nerves and blood vessels to get, because the whole point There's of a so dick is to get nerves. blood. How could yeah. this, how could this be done? Yeah, and Sci- just, science is amazing. I mean, the anesthesiologist in the operating room, I can't imagine you could get a new dick for 75 grand. That seems like a steal. Yeah, it does. It sounds great. Um, the one thing about this story, because yeah. a few people emailed it to me. Yeah. Uh, why is this poor son of a bitch, his name and face are on, yeah. on every, in every article? Like, the guy already had dick cancer. Right. Well, maybe. And like, yeah. and we all know, like, it's just an advertisement that he's got a weird dick. Like, why not some pictures of the doctor? Yeah. Well, yeah. He's the one doing the work. Like, this, this is a hero. And the other guy should, should get some anonymity. I would right? think so. Yeah. Like, he's been through enough. Yeah. Cause people are going to be like, hey, Tom, saw you in the paper. <laughs> Let's have a look. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, right. I, I heard, I didn't realize, I knew you were kind of sick, but I didn't realize. You have an incredibly weird dick. Yeah, uh, pretty soon this guy's going to be at the urinal, and everyone around him is going to be right. Ed Daly. It doesn't Frank hit his penis. Yes. Well, Ed, I have a couple questions, mostly concerning the future. Number one, mm. assuming we come to a place where anyone who chooses can have the dazzling eight-inch cock of his dreams, <laughs> will we end up in a sort of star-bellied sneeches sort of arms race where people are trying to outdong each other by? Purchasing pre-death donor cocks, so like Milton Berle is at death's door, and he could auction his meat hammer to the highest bidder before he kicks off. Or assuming you didn't want somebody's interesting, wrinkly, assuming you didn't want somebody's wrinkly old tube steak, maybe you become close buddies with Tommy Lee and get him to will you his Tom Johnson, and then <laughs> then you buy him a motorcycle or a skydiving vacation in hopes of accelerating his. <laughs> cock inheritance before T. Lee ages into a wrinkly mess. That would be amazing. And B, is there any concern about a, like a lawnmower man scenario scenario where you receive a beautiful, girthy bow staff, but also all of its mannerisms and interests? Like for instance, this, <laughs> guy, appetites. this guy got his dick in Massachusetts, Ed. How disappointing would it be to get a shiny new meat mallet only to find yourself getting hard every time David Ortiz was in the on deck circle. <laughs> ah, that's wicked. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah. you get, you get a new dick, but you can only come on Chinese women's feet. You know, it's like, it's like, dude, <laughs> not my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you could, you could be, you could only get fully erect. If you hear that, uh, that, that bean town accent. <laughs> Yes, like, like, or it's wicked smart. Or you get, you get some, some guy bites it on his GSXR on the Jersey Turnpike, and he's he's got a pretty nice dick. You pick that one, you get it sewn on, and then all of a sudden, it's like unless a chick has her bangs aquanetted to the ceiling, like you can't. You're like, I'm not into her. You know, no, you like, can't. You young, can't. You're like, oh, I I usually don't need to do this. Do you mind if I turn on some music? And it's like. It's like, oh, it's working. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need, I need to play some Jovi to get in the mood. Uh, it's, it's something to think about. Like, are we it gonna? Is. is it gonna be? Is it gonna be the thing? I posted a thing online that somebody, someone, one of our listeners, 
tagged me in the story about why all the Greek and Roman statues have such tiny cocks. Oh, I love this. This was the feel-good story of the year. Yeah, it turns out that that was more in vogue back then. If you had a big dick, you were a fucking freak. It was the dudes with the tiny cocks that were revered. That gave me hope because you know how everything comes back in fashion. So I'm just thinking, you know, maybe next decade. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back, baby. Yeah, it's the it's the pornization of society, Ed. All we see all these fucking giant nine inch monster dongs in every porn and we think that's what yeah. a cock's supposed to look like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure my, my dick is what it's supposed to look like. I agree. That's what I'm I'm that's what I'm going with. I, I, I have a beautiful if unremarkable penis myself. Uh okay, Ed. Mm-hmm. Real quick, one last story. We spend a lot of time shaming people on this show. Mm-hmm. But lately, I feel like we've been a little lax in our duties. While we've been quick to shame the truther shitheads among us, Ed, with their dipshitted Sandy Hook theories or their yeah. immensely stupid chemtrails nonsense. Yeah, like really stupid people. Really, really. So a lot of dumb shits. Not in our audience, but in the world. Ed, we've brought these people the requisite amount of shame, commensurate with their level of stupidity, but... Alas, in sorting these morons out, we've neglected a more shameful group of conspiracy theorist monsters. What do we got? Of course I'm talking about anti-vaxxers. Oh, no. And, Ed, you know, yeah. patient zero of the anti-vaxxer, Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Who, fucking animal. Who got her big jugs out in the 90s in Playboy. Yeah, and then she just like made fart sounds. Everybody's yeah. like, "Whoa, isn't she yeah. funny?" No, nah, like, you just want to fuck her. She's the next Lucille Ball. Oh, no, she's yeah. she's just some broad from Illinois with big tits and a bad accent. Well, yeah. Ed, as always, whether it's getting rid of the penny or universal health care or hockey, our neighbors to the north have beaten us to the punch. They've done us one better. They're shaming these not-in-my-backyard anti-vaxxer monsters with something these people otherwise desperately avoid, Ed. Knowledge. Nice. Ontario, there's a new piece of legend, uh, legend, legislation in Ontario that would force parents to take a science class if they don't vaccinate their kids. That is terrific. Following a rash of anti-vaccination parents refusing to immunize their kids, including one such Alberta couple couple who are facing up to five years in jail after their unvaccinated child died of meningitis. (sighs) Ontario's health minister, I like how they have ministers up there, tabled a bill Thursday. Seems more official, right? I like it. That would amend the immunization. Immunization of School Pupils Act to require parents who refuse to vaccinate their kids to take a science class. Quote, choosing to vaccinate your child protects them from disease and it protects vulnerable children who can't get vaccinated for medical reasons. Duh, dumb shits. That's right, Canadian shitheads. Before your dirty, shitty brats can spread measles and mumps all over the great white north. You're going to have to do one of the things you've been avoiding all of your pathetic lives. Read a fucking book. I love it. Props I love that. The, yeah. I love that. And I mean, they're already a terrific country because they produced John Candy and Martin Short. That's great. And That's Michael great. J. Fox. Geniuses. Yeah. So Wayne we already Gretzky, love Canada. Bueno. Yeah. 
we already love Canada, but this is it. And and you know, I I I'm not into the I'm not into just completely giving them no choice in the matter. I think they should have the choice. They can take a science class or they can wear a scarlet S on their chest for shithead. Yeah. But, right? See, like give them a choice. I I think it's a little harsh to say they have to take a science class. But then every outfit has to have a giant S. Yeah, they're huge fucking shitheads. There, there was a big measles outbreak at fucking Disneyland a couple years ago. Uh, and yeah. what people don't realize is they're like, well, if I don't vaccinate my kids, it's up to me. But the thing is, is that the, the vaccination is only 95% effective. So if everyone's vaccinated, we're all good. But when a few people aren't, it's the people that the, the vaccine didn't work for that are at risk. Or there's, there's and people who's... There was- Yes. There was a situation where I remember reading a situation where there were a doctor's office where, you know, a baby can't quite get it yet. Yes. And so, like, they're going in for the one-week checkup, some shit like that, and the baby got it and died. Yeah, that's awful. My kid's doctor was on CNN because he, like, took a stand where he's like, if you don't vaccinate your kids, you cannot come to my fucking office. And it was a big, like, national news story. But he's like, what? People could die. There's kids that come here that haven't been vaccinated yet. So I'm not – you can't bring your kid who hasn't been vaccinated because it was your choice because you were worried that he that Jenny McCarthy told you he was going to get autism. Fuck Jenny I mean, McCarthy. Just think, think about the fact that there are people dumb enough to believe like Jenny McCarthy is enlightened in some way. Yeah, that's crazy. She's like, yeah, no vax. Just, just you know, rub down your kid with flaxseed oil and they'll be fine with yeah. it for the rest of life. She's- like. She's got she's got big fake cans and like that's why we're supposed to believe her. She married a new kid, Ed. Donnie. Yeah, Jesus. Mark's the she married the lesser Wahlberg. And when she was with Jim Carrey, she wasn't with Dumb and Dumber Jim Carrey. No, she was with a crazy Jim Carrey. She was with like the 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 Jim Carrey everybody wanted to move on from. Yes, off as rocker Jim Carrey. <laughs> Okay, Ed, it's time. Let's get into it. Fresh off it. our new, we've we've spared Ed Daly his least favorite part of the show by spinning off a Bachelor-specific podcast. You guys can check that out on iTunes, at theballerlifestyle.com, The Bachelor Lifestyle. We, we got is into it. Is that a separate podcast? It's a separate, that- it's a separate podcast. We bring on Jason Stewart to talk Bachelor. That is out there for you guys to check out. So if you're tuning in, just for the Bachelor report, just for Fancy Pop, <laughs> you're not going to get the Bachelor report. you got to go to a different show to get that. She joins us now, now, our very own pop culture reporter, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hello. Hey, I'm good. Kate. How's it going? What is right. up? Um, no life coaching. Oh, no, okay. No Bachelor. So this is, this is a surprise. Everyone's running their lives pretty well yeah. this week. Yeah. Well, I think, we're, I mean, we've been giving just unbelievable guidance. We really that, have. I think... I think everybody's therapy. doing really well yeah. just following yeah. our Sounds advice. Like it. Yeah, stellar advice. We're, Keep up the good work, you guys. We're telling people how to sext or how not to sext. Right. We're, we're giving people job advice. We're telling them to jump ship, switch companies. Yeah. Jeez, we're doing a lot. Yeah. We f- tell you what to do with your 401k. But one guy, that one guy sent us that email. He didn't know if he should spend uh, two months' salary on his on his. What, uh, bride's wedding ring because that was like 15 grand. Oh, he wanted to let right. us know how much money he made. Like, I've, we're doing a great job. If you guys want to reach out, if you need some help, whether it's 
fashion advice, whether it's love, sex and relationship advice. All of that. Maybe there's something wrong. Maybe you're thinking about getting a dick transplant and you want, right. you want to know what like kind you should pick. So know Brian, about that here. you know, let's go back to the dick transplant thing. Yeah. One, one. Yeah. Let's yeah. So let's say okay. the way it worked is you picked, you know, how people say they've got their list of who they're allowed to cheat with, which is bullshit. Oh yeah. But no, I have that. If if you had a dick list, who's number one? Who do you choose? Oh wow! Think Re- about that. Really put me like, on the spot. I would have to have seen porn, their dick. Like how many yeah. dicks have you seen? That's true. No, no, that's the thing. Yeah, you got to guess. You got oh, you, you got to guess. guess. Oh, holy shit! This is some conundrum. That is so hard. I feel like uh, right. Like I'm looking like at a commercial with DeAndre one. Jordan. I don't want that. That's it's too, too much. It's too much dick. That's right. too much dick. You, white, white guys can't have a black eye dick. Um, hey, I mean, I'm, hey, I, I've been dreaming of this for years. So yes, I, I'm gonna say I might. Some some white guys have brown dicks. That's all I'll say. There are white guys that you might know that have brown dicks. That's all I'm saying. Uh, that's a tough one, Ed. I, uh, I feel like. Why don't I, we put that out to the listeners? Yeah, that is a good question. Guys, reach out, mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. And why? And why? Sight unseen. If you had to draft a a celebrity or an athlete's cock, who would it be? I would probably go for, like, maybe, I bet Yasiel Puig's got packing. He's 6'4", 230. He's probably got a monster one. Yeah, it might be too big. I'm not a dude. I've got to find the right mix. I'm not even sure I'm comfortable with Kaitel's. I need, yeah, yeah. I need something, something right for me. Oh, um, well, d- despite what I have to take the ginge qualities, because I believe that Michael Fassbender has a pretty nice dick. Um, mm. Can I have his dick? Oh, but yeah, it's, he does. It's got a lot. It's got I've a lot seen of it in that shame. Well, movie. I can't say sight unseen. Yeah, yeah. I might, I might, I might opt for the Affleck. Yeah, Affleck's well, got a nice shiny dick. that's what I was going to say. I'm yeah, not I a like dude, it. but I would choose Ben Affleck's. Um, I mean... Fastbender was a little bit much. Even Michelle was not sure how she felt about seeing the Fastbender. You, you know, but they, it's hard because they chub up a bit. So it, you Well, think- the, the other thing is, Michelle has, has been with me for two decades. Right, so seeing right. Fastbender was like, what? Yeah. what? That's not even the same species she as didn't you. Know, she didn't know they made them that big. No, she didn't know no. they minted him kept, in I've, that size. I've kept her in the dark so many years. He has a very not, petite girlfriend, though. Not, yeah, Alicia Vikander. Yeah. Mm. All right. So she, she can maybe he only. Let's wrap up. Maybe this she can only take half. Dong discussion. It's a good. Yeah, it's a. It's an excellent question. Reach out, guys. Mailbag at thelawlifestyle dot com. Bowlegged girlfriend now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's Dutch. Uh, okay, Kate. She's super hot too. She's on my list. She's a freebie of mine. She's one of my yeah. freebies. Yeah. Uh, okay, Kate. What is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, speaking of dongs, while we're yeah. on the topic. Yeah, let's speak of them. Oh, Gwyneth, um, Gwyneth Paltrow's goop oh. site. Oh. Yeah. There's a sex issue. Yeah. And they've included, under the not-so-basic sex toys, a $15,000... 24 karat gold dildo. <laughs> that seems a bit much. What? 
Now, what, what's the, the gold? It's what, the Lilo what's, what's the, what's the, Inez. It looks pretty nice, actually. It also comes in a $7,900 stainless steel version if you don't feel like forking out 15 grand. Aren't fake dicks supposed to approximate real dicks? <laughs> like, what? Do you want yeah. a metal dick? No, I feel like for people that have a lot of money, mm-hmm. they want to spend a lot of money. Yeah, just to say, just just to say, I I need the best dildo. Yeah, because I'm a billionaire. You know know who you know who this is marketed to? The Chinese. Gwyneth Paltrow. The yeah. The Chinese. I feel like the Chinese are into this. Beyonce. But but I would think rubber and plastic are doing the job. I I would agree. The rest of the stuff is just it's just. I mean, people are into gaudy shit. Yeah, but it's so they can show it off. What I mean, are you showing off what you what you're working no, with? You can't people reinvent with the a wheel. lot of money just like to have things that cost a lot of money. Um, yeah, I no, I get what you're saying, and it's, and what, it's stupid. What is her? I know she. I, you've mentioned her many times over the years. Mm-hmm. I know she's popular. Like, what is her? Who, angle like Gwyneth? is it sort of is it a Martha Stewart thing like yeah. is she yeah. yeah but it's like a high is she end going for high end yeah, yeah. Like, super who, high who end lifestyle website yeah. with super high end products it's like that every it's very aspirational it's like every, but it's not for the everyday person. every year at Christmas the Neiman Marcus catalog comes out yeah where they, they're like here's a here's a tank like yeah, don't they have like, unrealistic things yeah it's like unrealistic it's like a it's like a diamond bra. That's it's fucking not even, two million dollars. Not, Goop's not even that. It's this is just for people with like six figure incomes that want to do some online shopping in their lunch break and want to buy nice shit that costs a lot. Ed, but but six figure income and spending well, you know, that's fifteen thousand unus- dollars on a dildo. That's an unusually yes. high priced yeah. item. Like yeah. not all of the stuff on yeah. Goop. Also, is a metal cock. Like yeah, you, you want a silicone cock. I Ed, don't know. Ed. Do you? And also, let's let's agree the best part of her career is when we knew her head was in the box. That's right. What's in the box? Ed, two words. Dolph Lundgren. I'll take his dick. I bet he's got a fantastic dick. Probably, probably does. Probably one of the most beautiful dicks in Hollywood. You better find a new mm. partner, girlfriend. What, too much. Too much to handle. I feel like it would be. I need something middle of the road, like not yeah. too. That's why you don't take a basketball and, player. And you know what we're we talking about, about taking the characteristics. If Matt when Kemp. you strap that thing on, what? you started talking like Drago. <laughs> oh, that would be a problem. That, or like some one of your buddies, like whenever you were going to have sex, you'd be like, whatever he hits, he destroys. <laughs> well. <laughs> Um, if he dies, Dolph he dies. Lundgren supposedly like super intelligent. Like he's got a bunch of degrees. Yeah, and speaks he's really a, smart. A, a bunch of languages. So it would be him cool and the to Klitschkos. have a smart dick. Him and the Klitschkos, smart dicks. Uh, I bet Matt Kemp's. But that dick still real. got he, that weird accent. He's like six four. He's, you know, yeah. He's a black. I saw guy a video where he he gave he gave away his shoes to some dying uh, yeah, kid. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Nice guy. Banged Rihanna, and you know she doesn't mess with any small dick brothers. Yeah, J.R. Smith. Wait, right. How's my segments being derailed oh, by dong talk okay. again? Okay, I'm just saying Dolph Lundgren. He's probably <laughs> Sometimes it, it, the dick talk gets yeah, away from He's us. probably got a nice dick. Uh, okay, Kate, what else? Um, all right, in celebration of their 10-year wedding anniversary, Notorious Basics, Tori Spelling and husband D. McDermott oh. took a trip to a tattoo parlor in Paris to get matching wow. ink. There is nothing more basic than matching tattoos. 
Um, f- they decided to get the romantic saying, tout mon cœur, tout ma vie, which oh, translates shit. to my whole heart, my whole life, on the inner biceps of their left arms. Uh, is there any? I can't even deal. There's nothing worse than getting phrases tattooed on you because no one can fucking read it. And eventually, after a couple years, the color starts bleeding into the lines, start bleeding into each other, and it looks like shit. Yeah, yeah and it's I, in that handwriting font. Yeah, I'm surprised script, because the last font. time you brought them up on the show, yeah, I thought I thought it was like divorce proceedings. Like they're they're still together. Like. Wh- yeah, Does she still, still have together. a show, or is like no, they, they she, were just too depressing for for TV? She doesn't, and they should they have a different show. They should have put that They're money. Like a cooking show. They should have put that money into rebuilding those titties of hers because she was yeah. having real problems. With those t- and if she's gonna get a phrase tattooed on her, it should be Dana Martin graduates. Yes, right? agreed, so Ed. Agreed. That should be the only tattoo she's allowed. Donna to get. Martin graduates. Now these just so annoying. So they're on this um, family vacation. They've taken the four kids and they're traipsing around Europe, Instagramming as they go. And Dean, when they were in Paris, um, proposed to Tori for the third time. Wow. I mean, they've never oh, gotten a divorce, no. but he does this thing where he just once? like he he'll repropose with a oh. ring, and it's. Nauseating, awful. Stupid. If you renew your vows, you're the worst. Well, it means that you've you've uh, already failed on the original marriage. How about right, you that? You feel you the need, need to, re- to do redo. this. Yeah. Do remember, uh, if the marriage was a huge success, you don't feel the need to renew mm-hmm. vows. Remember, former Laker and King, and you know, I don't know. He probably played for like a dozen teams. I think he might have been a Nick at one point. Orlando Magic, Doug Christie. Oh, yeah, you know, he was a Nick for a little while. Yeah, remember, he used to get married every year, him and his yeah, wife. Yeah, because the marriage is a failure, right. so you have to, like, remind yourself, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're together still. Like, so, if everything's going well, then you're fucking married. Once a Don't year, invite any of us to the renewal of your vows Once a year. ceremony. Once a year, they would get married. Anybody out there listening. And if you're going to renew your vows, do it. Alone, yeah. Don't don't In drag private, your friends the two into of it. You. Yeah, we're serious. Okay, what moving else? Moving on. Filmmaker and apparent maniac Vincent Gallo. Oh, I miss this guy. Buffalo, Buffalo 66. Yeah. 66. Yes, has <laughs> filed a lawsuit against Facebook, and an anonymous man he claims created a fake Facebook profile to talk to Gallo's friends, exes. And various random uh, Los Angeles women. He got he got doxxed. No, he got catfished. He claims some devious catfisher created a phony Facebook profile, pretended to be him when interacting with others online. The catfisher allegedly contacted one of Gallo's ex-girlfriends, some model, and proceeded to message her for two and a half months. He allegedly sent the woman naked photos of himself from the waist down, then solicited nude photos of the unidentified woman, which she sent. Um, And then Gallo said the catfisher convinced the woman to come to L.A. from Europe. Um, Anyway, he claims he tried to get Facebook to intervene, but Facebook requested proof of ID. Gallo sent it, but was told to send a new photo, which he sent as well. Oh but Facebook still did not remove the fake profile. Oh, my God. Poor Vincent Gallo. 
Um, speaking of him, oh, I never buddy. saw that movie where he got blown on screen. Like Chloe Seventy, like Chloe Seventy, Brown Bunny. Yeah, how's his how's his cock? Do we, would that be a high yeah, draft pick? Yeah, he's he's packing. I haven't seen it either. Yeah, but I feel but, like it was veiny or something. Ooh, was gross about it wasn't. It. it wasn't beautiful. I don't remember? But I I considered this weekend uh, filing a lawsuit against Facebook because. I saw a ton of Eric Clapton posts, and he wasn't even dead. Like, people were just posting about, like, a new video he right. had. Right, and a Facebook shouldn't have an algorithm like, well, they, they, somebody, like, not to turned a cartoon in your, in into feed. an old video or something. But, like, <sighs> like when, when I see a lot of Eric Clapton posts, and it's not even to say he's he's done terrorizing us, I... I, I take that up with Facebook, right? Well, the only thing worse than seeing an Eric Clapton post is, of course, hearing an Eric Clapton song. Oh, yeah. I never hit play on anything. Oh, thank God. No. Now, sometimes they ac- accidentally just start playing. You're just scrolling oh, yeah. through, and all of a sudden, yeah. imagine if right. Layla started coming at you, or even worse. Or cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, my God. Or that slow Whoa, song look at that, that he wrote name. about his dead son. Yeah, he's... Son, till I see tears you from heaven. Tears in heaven. Tears in heaven. All right, ran out the window. So yeah. sad. Big bummer. They of used a performer. That, that Jason Patrick um, movie, Rush. Jason Patrick. What do yeah. you think? What do you think he's packing? He's hot. What do you think he's working with? I, I think he's say. actually. I think he's well endowed. You think so? Yeah, he's hot. Really? Yeah, and he's got. And he's swagger. he's pretty dreamy. Yeah. I mean, he's really dreamy. He was. I remember not Lost a proud boys, moment in my Patrick life. I saw Speed too. I kind of, prime. I kind of stayed Patrick. engaged because he's so dreamy. Yeah, he. I read something a while back that he apparently goes to trivia night at some bar in L.A. and he really like bullies the other trivia participants. This was a few years ago, but he was a regular there, and he had like a trivia team. And he was a real fucking asshole to everybody else that was playing trivia. And I could picture him being like that, Jason you know Patrick. What's, you know what's a downer mm-hmm. about trivia? I was in a pub, not not in London, not because of trivia night, but it happened to have oh, no. have it while I was at against the bar. And the bartender is like, "Do you know the answer of like question one?" And so I did. Oh no! Then you were involved th- in the game. Yeah, and then he kept asking me. And it was British trivia night, and they're asking about nursery rhymes that nobody's heard of, and like all this crazy shit. I was like, you didn't know. "Holy shit! I know a lot of trivia in life. Like, I, I, if I'm nothing, if not somebody who knows lots of irrelevant facts, and I couldn't name a goddamn thing from nursery rhymes yeah. to like celebrities. When you're and out of your country, everyone thought you like, were Kate, the you must, dummy. Yeah. Kate, you must know this. That like, I mean, I guess American culture." exists in other cultures but like it does when you're out of your country like little minutiae is just lost yeah that's true so he didn't he wasn't like name the actor who played the shady bike shop owner on the very special dudley episode (laughs) exactly well no the first question the first question was about uh, like Harvey Keitel's character on Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. And I was like, the wolf. The wolf and so yeah. I just wolf. said it to the bartender, like, yeah, because he was playing along too. And I was like, yeah, it's the wolf. What? And then he's like, oh, you're a ringer. And then after that, uh, I was like, I don't I have it. Or it would be like, who came in second in cricket in 1987? Right. Like just no one knows questions that, that like nobody Im- knows Imran this. What? Crazy. <laughs> Why was Winston Wolf? At a cocktail party in a tuxedo at 7 a.m. Do we do we ever get an answer on that? 
I imagine it was a Coke party, right? Like maybe like, he was still partying from the night before. It had to be. Yeah, it, that is a good point. Like it was it was morning because Bonnie was coming home from the, yeah. the, the graveyard. It was seven o'clock in the morning and he was in a tuxedo drinking champagne at a yeah. party. Night before. <laughs> Crazy. Okay, what else, Kate? Um so poor Beyonce and Jay-Z have been outbid on uh. another insane mansion in LA, this time by designer Tom Ford. It's been reported that Ford is now an escrow on the 14,000-square-foot Beverly Hills estate, sitting on 3.2 acres, which has nine bedrooms and ten bathrooms. Ford apparently offered $50 million to Jay and Bay's $49 million. Whoa, a million um, more? Well, they could have done that. Jay-Z and Beyonce were previously outbid by Minecraft creator Marcus Person on an even more insane house in 2014. So they're uh, not having a lot of luck on their real estate um, out here in LA. They need to get that gay guy, no. Chaz, from Million Dollar Listing. Yeah. Did you say did you say a Minecraft creator? Yeah, yeah, he has all the money. I I gotta say, the one thing that makes me feel like I'm from a different era is the, the popularity of Minecraft. Oh yeah. You're, it's the worst. It? Yeah. I don't even get it. Like we've moved back to Atari graphics shitty for graphics. some shitty game that nobody gives a shit. Like no adult can even like look know, at it and be and like, oh, well, I get it. Like it. Angry Birds, yeah, it's you, it. you know it's popular, but I get it. There's there's like a concept. Like Minecraft is the worst, that, and yet every kid is all true. amped up over it for you a few years. You can um, you can make your own worlds or something, yeah. but this son of a bitch he made this Minecraft, and it, yeah, it looks like. Uh, 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 Commodore 64 level graphics. But but like there's a stretch where every kid is into it. Yeah, that's my kid was into it for a while. My kid's not into it anymore, but like probably for 18 months he was all about it. Um Ed, I just I'll just have you know that this guy, he's I think he's a Swede that started Minecraft. He he sold it to Microsoft for 2.5 billion dollars. Jesus. And it's it's shit. Yeah, it's garbage it's shit. I agree. Okay, Kate, is that it? Yeah, I'd just like done? to say happy birthday to Jordy Knight from New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah, he's 46. <laughs> <laughs> happy happy birthday to somebody just moving well into his 40s <laughs> Yeah, in a couple days. Yeah. Oh, just calm down on that. <laughs> Somebody's in their early 40s in a couple days. Kate, what about our Patreon? I have a few patrons. new patron, who's, patrons. Who's hooking us up to the thing? On Patreon. Shout out to Aaron Kelly. Our, our female listener, Matt, Aaron, love you. Matt Diamond. Matt Thank you. Di- Let me shine your Thank diamond. Thank you, Aaron and Matt. And Toby Parker. Those Toby. Those are, are this week's new patrons. You guys are unbelievable. And a big shout out to Dan Holden, who made a very generous contribution. So. Oh. Thank, thank you, you very so much, much, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. Very nice everyone. of you. Yes, and absolutely. We appreciate you guys. We we love you guys. We want to entertain you. We we love that you like what we do. We hope you share our show with your friends. We do. Uh, we love that you come back every week. And it's and now, very nice. Now of you guys have to hook us up. Two podcasts. A That's week. right. That's right. Different you, types of podcasts, if you, but more content. If you are into The Bachelor, like I know you are, The Bachelorette starts next week, and we have posted on the website, theballerlifestyle.com, as and well. You guys should listen. We run what, down so what you, all of the what losers. You, that, what are you even talking about? Well, this week, the, we, it doesn't start. We oh, went we, through all the contestants. We handicapped the guys. Yeah. Ed. 
and boy, are there some fucking Oh, because the website. Aaron Rodgers' brother. Yes. Aaron Rodgers' brother Rogers. is one of the guys. Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody, somebody sent me that link, and he, I mean, you know, he looks. Yeah. Looks like maybe he has changed for a three. Right. He's, well, they, a lot of them look like that, Ed. A lot, yeah, I guess that's. Lo- I guess that's the look. Yeah, a lot of them. A lot of V necks. A lot of guys with their arms crossed, pushing up their muscles. You know that move, Ed? Where you cross your arms and you. Just, I don't know it, but you know okay. of it. Uh, so yeah, guys, check that out. The Bachelor Lifestyle is that show where we talk. We'll we're, we'll perform where we'll recap each and every episode of this season of The Bachelorette with our good friend Jason Stewart. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's it. Excellent job, everybody. Good job, us. Yeah. Good. Great job, us. And one last thing: if oh, yeah. you guys don't want to be a patron, where you subscribe to a monthly donation, whatever yeah. that amount might be, and you just want to give us a one-time donation, yeah. I've set up a PayPal account. Oh. Okay. Or just which I will. Which Which I'll tweet or out. Or just divide that amount by a number of months. Yeah. You can set a limit on when you donate, when you donate to us on Patreon, you can set a a limit. Like if you don't want to go over 20 bucks or a hundred bucks or 50 bucks or whatever, you can set that limit. Couple bucks, couple bucks a month for a little bit. If you guys all gave us $2 or $1. Yeah. Yeah, If you don't want to go over $10,000. Yeah. That's reasonable. Right. right? You can set that up. 2500 bucks a month. No big deal. Right. You got it's N to the B to the D. If you're thinking about buying Gwyneth Paltrow's dildo, maybe just right. subscribe to the show. We're a bargain. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to have Dolph Lundgren's How, how, how much time are you really spending with that golden dildo? Not enough. Like, if you add it up in the year, you're probably spending like 10 minutes with that thing. Yeah. It's too fierce. We're giving you hours and hours <laughs> per fierce. year. We're giving you a tight hour every week. <laughs> a tight hour, maybe an hour and a half. Yeah. Okay, guys. Excellent job, as always. For Ed Daily, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This Mm -hmm. has been episode number 120 of the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Over and out. (laughs) 